Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beep-a-dow is right Oh yeah, it totally is, 100% well, it's definitely not wrong, I can tell you that. No, it could never be wrong. Anyways, welcome to episode number 93 of 93. American Bruising Tunes. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And we're here with a fun one-off. Really fun one-off, yeah. Pretty oh, excited for it. Fun well, or not fun, depending on yeah, how you look at maybe, it. Maybe fun's not the best way to describe it, but a, 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 a one-off... Point one off, yeah, a uh, one off that needs to be done. You know what aggravates me when what? people say poignant. People say poignant. Yes. Really? And not ironically. Like seriously. Yeah. When I hear that, I've never heard anybody say poignant. I have multiple times. Hmm. What a poignant point you have. People have said like sentences like that to you before. Yeah, but not like as a joke. Wow. Like if I wanted to be funny, I would say poignant, but. Um, All time it should be poignant Poignant, yeah I'm trying to think of other uh, examples like that But I can't think of any off the top of my head I'm sure they'll pop up at some point in time At some point in time <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for the one-offs As you guys may or may not know um, We each uh, try one beer And we review one album Yep. And this week we are reviewing Mac Miller's posthumous release Circles Yes that's why we were going to say poignant. It's a posthumous album. Yeah. Fun is not a yeah, good descriptor fun, yeah, fun for that. Fun is not a good descriptor, but it is a one-off or an album that we need to review. Yeah. Agreed. Um, because of how fantastic Mac Miller is. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Or was. Uh, but before we dive into that album and go swimming in it, <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk about this beer, shall we? Yeah, let's go swimming in something completely different. No, we've had Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout on the podcast in some capacity before, I believe. I believe so, too. I don't know know which one or which one I'd have to go look into it. Um, but this one is a 2019 variant. Um, every year they, they release the regular stout and several variants. Like one year they did a vanilla rye. They've had coffee. Um, they've done wheat wines, all kind of yeah. Interesting isn't it, isn't stuff. it pretty standard that they do a regular one and a coffee one now, or is that not standard? Um, they didn't have a coffee one this year. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, this one might okay. be a version of it. This year, it's this is the Goose Island Bourbon County brand Cafe de Ola Stout. Hmm. Um, and this is based on some type of coffee drink that is popular in um, South America, the Cafe de Ola. Something yeah. along those lines. Um, yeah. But here's here's what they say about it. Stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee, cassia bark, orange peel, and panela sugar. And that, that panela sugar is like raw sugar kind yeah, of? Yeah, like sugar cane? Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's a really... I, I tasted this, a little sample of this yeah, when I bought it. Yeah, a sample it. of it. Okay, yeah. I'll pour some. But it's... It's something else. Um, we we've tried the coffee stout before. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever had it fresh. I think I've had it aged before. The coffee stout. Yeah. I believe I've only uh, maybe. Well, whenever it came out, whenever we got it last, was that 2016? Oh no, no. There was another one in, in a different year that I opened up. I think like on some New Year's. You opened one before New Year's, but you also opened up that. Was that one that you opened up at the Bearded Iris party, or what was that one? 
That one was a, a 2016 Bourbon County brand style coffee. coffee okay, flavor. so it was coffee, a coffee one. Coffee style. Um, but yeah, that one that one aged so well. It was amazing. It was so tasty. After four years, it was crazy. But this one's not four years old. It's not even month, a couple uh, months Not old. even a year old. I'd, I'd go as far as to say is it's still fresh. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I've never had it. I've never tried this. Uh, well, these, these come out on Black Friday every year. Um, and currently it is uh, in the springtime. So it's maybe been about four months yeah. since this came out. Give or take. Um, Whoa. It's, it's pretty dark, as you'd expect from a, uh, a stout. And it's got a very yeah. light head on it that's kind of dissipating here pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a mid-range. It's not as dark as ahead as some stouts that we've had um but it's definitely not like a a brown ale stout i can definitely brown smell that that boozy um bourbon flavor but it's also got the chocolatey notes um, pretty much yeah. everything you'd expect from a stout also i guess i should say the reason why i picked this beer i wanted to do some type of bourbon uh aged beer yeah because there was that i don't know if i mentioned it in the last podcast but there was a episode of that's weird let's drink it or that's odd let's drink it which was an internet right, tv yeah, show yeah. from first we feast where sam i don't remember his last name the the founder from dogfish head would create a strange beer and then have like a celebrity drink it yeah so he had mac miller on it and mac miller's talking about how he likes liquor and whiskey so he made him a oh, okay a that's, pretty, beer. that's pretty interesting yeah so i was like maybe this mac miller would like this i don't know yeah who knows maybe he's cracking a big one uh, a, a crack and a cold one with the big guy in the sky. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible for sure. Crack of beers with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that would be good news. But so in, in lieu of our normal uh, cheers, why don't we just cheers to check? Cheers to Mac Miller. All right. So what do we say? Cheers to Mac Miller? <laughs> yeah. Cheers. All right. Cheers to <laughs> Mac Miller. It feels so weird to not say shibbity people down. We'll say that at the end of the episode. Okay, yeah. This, yeah, this this drink is from Mac Miller. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, well, I'm not going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a taste. Mm-hmm. Shot is for college students. Very smooth. Whoa. But you get a lot of the different flavors. It tastes... Oh. <laughs> you get that black coffee flavor? Yeah, you it almost tastes like um if you've ever had like a really strong cold brew. Yeah. It kind of tastes like that. I don't know if you've ever had or, a Cuban coffee? Maybe. Uh, it's like espresso with maybe like a like not even splash like a, maybe a drop of milk, but yeah. they they also put Actually, it might just be espresso with with raw sugar in it. Yeah. Um I think that's what a Cuban coffee is. Um it reminds me of that. Jeez, yeah, it tastes so weird. There's almost like a uh Almost like a nutty taste. Yeah. And um, if you've ever eaten just like a straight coffee bean, it almost kind of tastes like that. Like it has the same type of bitterness. Yeah. It's really... a straight up coffee bean would have. I think the coffee comes through much more here than on the actual oh coffee gosh. style. Yeah. Well, it's just a different type of coffee. Yeah. It's, it's so much it's more it's like a really dark. like sweet bitterness. Yeah. It's weird. It's really good. That sweetness because it comes from the, the raw sugar I'm, I'm assuming that they I put assume, in here. yeah. Um, it's pretty good though. Do you taste any of the orange? Yeah, it's that's what it is. It has it's almost like a little citrus citrus note along with the bitterness of the coffee. That's really weird. I've never experienced a barrel aged like coffee stout uh, um, that has that type of coffee bitterness in it. Yeah, it's it normally is more a little bit more uh, subdued, a little bit less bitter. 
And sometimes it can be confused a little bit with the roastiness of the stout itself. Yeah, it almost blends. Uh, not, I wouldn't yeah. say it blends better, but it, it it's easier to, to pick lose out. the flavor in other oh, oh, yeah, coffee yeah, yeah, stouts. Because yeah. other like stouts in general, uh, because the 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 malts are so roasted, you you already get that coffee flavor, and so by adding coffee, it, it like Jesse said, you do kind of lose some of it. But this one, it's it's kind of like up in forefront. Yeah, it is. The first the first like note that hits you is bam that coffee mm-hmm. that bitter almost cold brew flavor like if you had straight cold brew like no cream no almond milk or cashew milk or whatever other milk you want to use uh like no ice either like you've it's just like straight cold brew it's very very interesting i like it very good yes yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites i think of the uh of the goose island bourbon county releases i think they knocked it out of the park because last year they came out with this and they came out with um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was a cherry chocolate stout, I believe. And it was also very yeah. good. Um, but yeah, this one's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Like, I'm I'm loving it. What what did you rate it on our favorite rating app? Uh, before the episode started, I got the uh, uh, the beer all, like, loaded up on queued untapped. Up. Queued up, done on, queued up, queued up on untapped um and i was like i'm for sure gonna give this a 4.5 out of 5 but i gave it a 5 i told you i was like i think you're gonna be surprised because the when i sampled this at craft brewed i was like this is so good the coffee's so great and then later that day i had a two or three year old aged coffee stout from from goose island bourbon county and i was like there's a noticeable difference yeah no there is i mean i still remember the flavor of that one uh from 2016 and don't get me wrong it's very good they're they're very different but this is just they're a completely very different different, a very different uh beer yeah this is what i would prefer though because i I just think this is really cool (laughs) it is it's different it's like oh wow like i've literally never had a a barrel aged out like this yeah it's they they knocked it out of the park i hope they do this one again yeah it's really good Anyways, shall we jump into Mac Miller's Circles? Yes, let's jump into it. Okay, this is a more recent review. Typically, we, we don't review newer albums, but this came out now. two months ago. Yeah, um, it did, yeah. It came out uh, in 2020. It was released on January 17th, but it was announced on January 8th. So Yeah, very little time between announcement and then release as well. Yeah. And uh, it was the sixth studio album for Mac Miller, and yep. obviously his first posthumous release, at least yeah. official release. I'm sure that people like people have released features like that he was yeah. on, uh, but this is yep. the first Mac Miller proper release. Yeah. I don't know if there will be more coming, but um, yeah, who knows? Much. I mean, I guess I, I I haven't heard about like how much he had recorded mm-hmm. in terms of material after. Some um, people have alluded to other things, but that, like there's more than yeah. just this album. Hmm, but we'll see. Um, when it was announced, um, there was a post on uh, the social medias from his his social medias that his family had put out. Yeah, and I'm just going to read it all all so we can yeah it, know uh, where it's coming from. Yeah, it sums up. Uh, pretty. I remember when I saw this post and I was like, okay, yeah, that sums up. It makes sense. Pretty pretty well um, how their family was feeling at the time. Yeah. So here's here how family. they announced the album. Here we are. The act of having to write this all. Or write this at all feels surreal. At the time of his passing, Malcolm was well into the process of recording his companion album to Swimming entitled Circles. Two different styles complementing each other, completing a circle. Swimming in Circles was the concept. 
He had been working with John Bryan, who, after hearing some early versions of songs, cleared his calendar to help Malcolm fine-tune them. After his passing, John dedicated himself to finishing Circles based on his time and conversations with Malcolm. We are eternally grateful to John and those who gave their best to the difficult and emotional task of putting out this body work. This is a complicated process that has no right answer, no clear path. We simply know that it was important to Malcolm for the world to hear it. One of the most difficult decisions in the process is how to let people know about it, how to communicate meaningfully while keeping sacred what should be kept sacred. So this will be the only post of any uh, on any of his channels information and then they, they give the names of the um, other social medias that they're going to post for yeah. forward um, thanks to all the fans who have supported him unconditionally through the years we miss him we are left to imagine where Malcolm was going and to appreciate where he was we hope you take the time to listen the look on his face when everyone was listening said it all with humility and gratitude Malcolm's family yeah so I think that really really does cover it all yeah yeah it really does um it's a, it's a sad. I'm, I can only imagine, obviously, what they had went through. Um, but it's in general always sad to, to lose uh, someone who, in my opinion, was maturing in their career. Yeah, he, in their musical career. His arc was just beginning. I really feel like, or yeah. it was, it was just in the process of a huge change. I feel like there was big things coming. Yeah, yeah, and that is that is really sad that we, you know, that we won't know what he would have written in the future but this was this was nice that that uh we as fans got this yeah the world got this i guess for sure um john Bryan, i believe that's how you pronounce his last name it's b-r-i-o-n brian 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 i'll just go with brian i don't know um as they mentioned in the post he had worked on mac miller on swimming the first album um but he had also done way way more in his his career um, he'd done a lot of producing for Kanye West, Fiona Apple, and a bunch more artists. But he's also scored a ton of movies, um, like Magnolia, Lady Bird, Christopher Robin, huh. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And like you can go on Wikipedia and just look at huh. all he's done. He's he's done a ton. Done a lot then, yeah. Well, so I mean, with with his production knowledge and like scoring of of uh, movies, you know, he's got a lot of experience with um, arrangements, instrumentations production all all kind of good stuff engineering yeah um so i guess it was in the right hands is, is yeah. what i'm trying to say very capable hands yeah um so like they said in the post also he he helped complete the songs like they, they had been working uh, mac miller had been working on those john bryan completed them i'd be very curious to hear how they were before how the, the yeah how, how the songs were before he started working on them some yeah. of the songs apparently were, were close to completion um or maybe fully completed others yeah. who knows yeah, there's one song on the album that almost feels like there was supposed to be like another verse, like another uh, verse that was never recorded. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I think I wonder if we're thinking of the same song. I'm sure we are. Perhaps. Um, Perhaps. But anyway, yeah, I, I would I would also be curious to uh, to hear and compare. No, yeah, hear and compare. Yeah, know the difference between maybe the one finished day. product and where Mac left off. Yeah. But either way, though, I think uh, overall it's a a uh, pretty fantastic album. Agreed. A lot of people thought that because it was met with critical critical acclaim um, and commercial success, it made it to number three in the Billboard 200. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just really like the production. John Bryan played most of the instruments, um, and 
other than some clearly like synths or some electronic sounding stuff, some samples, whatever, um, there's a ton of live instrumentation in this album. Yeah, a um, lot more than probably previous albums. Yeah, it gives a real natural feel. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really appropriate here because this album, um, other than one song, it's mainly just singing. Yeah. Um, there's there's rappy elements. Yeah. Um, but it's more of a singing album. Yeah. I, um, it almost seems like it's more like folky in terms of yeah, like singer like more like singer songwriter yeah. type songs and like less of rap and john bryan had mentioned this that this was actually supposed to be a trilogy of albums really the first was swimming which was the rapping and the sing song this was going to be the sing song and then the third was supposed to be just rapping hmm. um i don't know if there is anything from the third one yeah it'd be nice if there was but Based on the information, how they're talking about how this one wasn't even completed, I, I'd be surprised if there was yeah, same. much on the third one. Yeah. Shame. Um, but without further ado, shall we go ahead and talk about the songs? Let's jump in, yeah. All right, the first song is the title track, Circles. I feel like when we talk about title tracks, it's, we only bring it up when it's like the last song, because we're like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it really isn't. No, it's not. Title tracks can be wherever the band or producer wants in yeah. the album. And here they wanted it up at the beginning. Yeah, it, it right makes at the sense. beginning, yep. Um, this song really bridges the gap from Swing to Circles. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's really got a similar subject to the last song on um, Swimming, which was So It Goes. Yeah. And the last line of the last verse in So It Goes says, My God, it go on and on, just like a circle, I go back to where I'm from. Mm, yeah, that directly relates to the co- lyrical content of this song. And if if Mac Miller truly intended this to be like this the sister album, then it's I, I don't think it's an accident. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it was planned to be that way. Yeah, for sure, it makes a yeah. lot of sense. Well, um, this song is like super stripped back compared to a lot of other things that are to come on this album. Um, I'm, yep. I'm sure that was the point to yeah ease you into it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, really, really stripped back. It's got like that. Which sounds like an upright bass almost. And then he just sings over top of it. This is what I feel like right before you fall. Yeah, he, uh, he's got his, that lazy, not yeah, opening his mouth really, fully. really lazy. It almost sounds like uh, Marlon Brando is singing. It sounds like he has like cotton balls in his mouth and he's like, or he's like puffing his cheeks out while he's, while he's singing. He's like, there's what I look like. Right before you fall. Right before you fall. Yeah. Like it's really, it's really interesting way of singing. Um, I know like lazy is a pretty good term to describe it, but it's definitely not lazy. Like it's, it's intentional. Oh yeah, it's the way, the way that he's singing. Yeah, it's know? definitely intentional. It's just the description. I'm personally a, a pretty big fan of. Oh, I like of how he sings on this album. I am so. too. You get a taste of it on the last album. Well, a lot of it's on the last album too, but mm-hmm. but more so here. Yeah, yeah but, but this the song is a. Uh, uh, like we said before, very stripped back, but the the message is really clear in the song, though. Just going around in circles, like, yeah, trying to like, make progress, but keep mm-hmm. falling down. Yeah, knowing that, like say he's like saying the song, he's honestly trying to trying to get better, but he knows that he's going to end up in the same place where he started. Yeah, that's a theme that will come back. Yeah. Uh, moving on to track number two, which is called "Complicated." I'm also, I'm just. I'm just gonna. I start a few songs, so I'll, I'll let you know. My uh, circles was a recommendation. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, I, I don't really know if there's any way I could choose. Yeah. I just picked some of the ones that that are my favorites. Just yeah. If, if if the listener is struck by time and can only listen to a few, listen to the recommendations. Otherwise, listen to it front to back. 
I is guess, it, yeah. I would. I mean, I would say I would agree with you on circles, and I would say that this second song is also a good one to listen to. It is not one of my recommendations, but a good one to listen to because you should listen to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but jumping into complicated, um, this song definitely picks it up. Um, you've got those real bouncy synths. It's almost like it's got like an '80s vibe to it. Yeah. Um, those synthy bouncy parts. I don't know what yeah. you would call that. Um, but I was really surprised when I heard this for the first time. I was like, whoa. I was really <laughs> not expecting... Actually, for mostly every song on this album, when I heard it the first time, I was like, I know, whoa, yeah. Yeah, this, there this are a lot, of, a lot of really unique things on this album. Yeah, and this is one of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you can really dance to this song, I guess. Um, yeah. It seems to be about getting through life and not getting bogged down by complications. Yeah, it's I mean, just listen like, to the chorus. Why is it gotta be so complicated? complicated. Yeah. I'm way too young to be feeling old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah, like that's a a pretty simple, you know, question to ask. A pretty, uh, I'm assuming a pretty simple like sentiment that a lot of people probably share with him. You know, like it just seems like things could be a lot simpler in life, yeah. and normally are we tend to make things more complicated than than they need to be. Yeah, because and that usually happens when you get older. Yeah. So, trying to stay young, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which we all are. Yeah. Moving on to Blue World, which is my next recommendation. Yeah, 100%. This is my favorite song on the album. It's a great song. It's um, so good. It's got a sample in it. Um, it's a song called It's a Blue World by the band it's The Four Freshmen. It's a song from the 1950s. And they, they, like, they chop up the, um, the sample, but... In the very first bit of the song, the first, like, what, 20 seconds, maybe? Uh, maybe 15, 20 seconds, um, yeah. It's just like a straight stanza from the song played. Yeah. And then the sample is chopped up and pitch shifted. Yeah, it sounds so cool. It is really cool how, they, like, it's just an awesome production over top of that beat. Yeah. Um, And it's not a straight rap song, but you do get a little taste of rap here. Yeah, a little bit more than all the other songs. Yeah. Um, but it's it's such a cool song. Like it, it just it's a really fun sound. Yeah, it just sounds so good. It's a mad world making me crazy. Might just turn around, do one eighty. I ain't <laughs> politic and I ain't kissing no babies. <laughs> Ooh, Devil on my doorstep, being so shady. Mm, don't trip. Yeah, that's that kind of seems like it, it's it, what it's about though. Yeah. It's just like trying to stay upright. I like in the second verse when he's like, question my mind. Yeah. Feeling so fine. I can't remember exactly what he says, but he does that uh, where he goes up the yeah. the the melody a little bit. Um, there's a little. I'm I'm pretty sure it's this song where it's got that little bridge where he goes into the falsetto. Yeah. Um, and I really like that part, and I wish it was longer. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Something to look forward to every time you listen to it. For sure. Uh, moving on to track number four. Or do you have yeah. any? No, that was it. That okay. fantastic song. Blue Track World. number four is my next recommendation. Good news. Good this news. This was the only single that was released? Yes. And this was released um, a day after they announced the album. So it came out on January 9th. Yeah. Um, this song this song hits really hard. Yeah. It was... I, it kind of made me think that the whole album was going to be super heavy. Yeah. Um, because this is the one they decided to put out. Yeah, I know, um, right? And it makes sense why they put this one out. It's It's... Kind of more melodically catchy, I guess. Like it's, it's. I, I don't know. It, it makes sense putting this one out as a single. I think you could have put this one out 
or you could have put out Blue World. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, but I, yeah, I guess if if he would have still been alive when they released it, they probably maybe would have put something different out. Yeah, but this really shows like some of the negative feelings that Mac Miller was struggling with. Yeah, um, how he's always expected to be happy. Like the chorus says, "Good news, good news, good news" is all they want to hear. No, they don't like it when I'm down. When I'm flying, oh, it make them so uncomfortable, so different. So what's the difference? Yeah. So he's like struggling when he's in his like depressed, depressive states. People don't want to have anything to do with it. When he's in his like super happy states, people don't want to have anything to do with it. So like, yeah. What's the difference? Like, what do you do? Like, how, how am I supposed to act? Yeah, yeah. And then the whole the the saddest part um, of the song is when he gets to uh, later in the song and he says, um, uh, "How does he how how does he word it?" He says like. Uh, well, I picked out a couple lines that okay, are... Okay, yeah, why don't you just go through those? Yeah. I'll um, tell you which one I was thinking of. And I picked out some lines that I think... And they, they clearly aren't because he didn't commit suicide. Um, this yeah. was unexpected. Uh, but they almost seem prophetic Yeah. Uh, of his untimely passing. Yeah. Um, some of the lines are, um, Why does everybody need me to stay? Is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is, Why I gotta build something so beautiful just to set it on fire? Um, and the last one I picked is... Uh, there's a whole lot waiting for me on the other side. Yeah, that's the um, that's the biggest one I think. But the one I, and, and I'm not so sure that it, it would fit into these ones, but maybe it would. The one that that gets me is when he says, um, "I heard they don't talk about me no more, and that's a problem with a closed door." Yeah, that's the line. I think every time I hear them, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the song gives you the chills and kind of really bums you out, but it's so good at the same time. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, the whole um, the context it, that it was released in just really put a lot of darkness yeah. around it. Yeah, and not in the same way, but kind of like Black Star by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. But he knew he was dying. Yeah, right. He so knew he, he was wrote die, specifically yeah. about that. That's why this yeah. one's eerie because yeah. it really seems prophetic. Because he didn't know, but he wrote it like he knew. Yeah, creepy, but really, really good song. Yeah, um, very the production's good song. cool. I really like that chord progression. Yeah, um, and all the, the, plucked, the plucked strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds really good. Really, really good. Um, moving on to track number five, which is a, a different sounding song entirely called I Can See. Yep, very different sounding, but um, still very good. This is the one that Jesse likes to point out with the funny horns at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so the horns at the beginning. <laughs> um, it almost sounds like. Uh, if you guys have ever played uh, Super Mario World 2, whenever you're in Bowser's castle, um, I, I can't remember what part of the castle it sounds like this, um, but it's like... <laughs> but it almost sounds it almost sounds like 18, 8-bit music, though. Um, it's really interesting, and I, I love the way it sounds. And that's what you get at the beginning of this song. It just yeah. starts it all out. Yeah. But then you're left with this like slower, dreamy sounding song. Yep. And I picked the word dreamy in particular because in the, the chorus he said, if life is but a dream, then so and are we. So are we. Um, it, it's, Show me something. it's a really floaty sounding song, real yeah. dreamy. It's just the best word I can, I can yeah. think to describe. <laughs> I mean, it. hey, it, it's, good. it's a good word to describe the way it sounds for sure. Yeah. And so um, there's, there's been a lot of speculation on the uh, interwebs, um, and I, I tend to agree. Um, I don't have any concrete evidence to back this up. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like there is some Ariana Grande backing vocals in the chorus. Oh, really? Yeah. You can hear hmm. just like some ahs, hmm. um, a bunch of layered harmonies and, and all Interesting. that. And it sounds like her styling, too, um, like okay. how she sounds. Um, 
Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I I can't confirm can't it. It doesn't say anywhere like who participated. I've looked for it. Yeah, well, because I mean, I know on it says on, on Lyric Genius that she does. Yeah. Um, I read the the liner notes in the CD. I couldn't find it. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that she didn't do it. I think she. Yeah, because I know uh, on swimming, like John Mayer wasn't credited. Yeah. On playing on the whichever song that was. Yeah. But he did. Small world. Yeah, small world. I think. Yeah. So it's it's definitely possible. Yeah. But good song. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good song. Moving on to another outlier of a song. The song track number six yeah. is called "Everybody." This is a cover song. Cover song, yeah. Um, the original song came out in 1972 and is by Arthur Lee. Um, it's a really fun sounding song. It's it is, yeah. It it threw me for a loop when I heard it the first time. Yeah, first time I heard it, I was like, "Huh, this is like a blues song." Yeah, it, it or really is like that, or like a blues pop jazz song. Yeah. For the most part, it's got that same chord progression going the whole way through. Yeah. Um, uh, the chorus is "Everybody gotta live, everybody gotta die." Everybody trying to have a, a good time. Good, I think you know the reason, the reason why. Yeah, um, it's a really kind of fun sounding song. They've got the piano, um, the bouncing drums. Yeah. Um, my fun little personal anecdote. Um, whenever this album came out, I I, uh, I I pre-ordered it, so I got that the nice little download code, and I burnt it to a CD. Had it on in my car. Um, and me and my now fiance were driving to the movie theater to see the movie Jojo Rabbit by Taika Waititi. Great film. Taika Waititi. What you an amazing watch guy. Um, I, I have it on DVD if you ever want to watch it. Oh, really? It's worth it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll bring I'll it over. Maybe that. we can watch it with K-Doc. I think he'd like it too. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, but before we made it to the theater, the very last song we heard before we got out of the car was... Uh, Mac Miller's song, Everybody. And at this yeah. point, I did not know it was a cover. I yeah, thought he same. wrote it. Yeah, same. Um, I didn't know it was a cover either, so I was like, wow, this is like really different yeah. than anything I ever expected yeah. to be on this record. And then we go into Jojo Rabbit, and about halfway through, there's this super old-sounding song that's the original version of Everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? It <laughs> so was ridiculous. Very, very, I don't know, it was just such a weird coincidence. Weird timing, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a sign. A sign for what? I don't know. That... Taika Waititi and Mac Miller are great artists. Mm, there you go. Great minds think alike. Yeah, I mean, great minds think alike for sure. I'm sure Taika Waititi picked that song for a reason. I'm sure Mac Miller picked it for a reason. Yeah. Sound and meaning. Um, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Track number seven is called Woods. Woods. Um, this song's got a like a a darker longing kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, like at that beginning was and it's got like a a droning kind of like looming sound i don't know how to describe that yeah but if you just listen to that beginning instrumentation before he comes in i imagine that like in a a buddy cop movie that takes place in a gritty <laughs> city in the 80s and one cop's by himself just like contemplating yeah. while there's oh, okay. while there's haze go like a, a mist yeah. going on i see what you're saying yeah like you just walk in the streets like <laughs> like trying to figure something out trying to get to the bottom of the case jack that's what i imagine yeah george you know i've been laying off the sus but i gotta <laughs> find out who did it <sighs> i've also been trying to lay off the cigs man good old noir yeah yeah a noir or noir cop film that reminds me of, every time i think of noir i think of sin city yeah so yeah, this same. dame comes up to me late one night in <laughs> yeah. sin city in sin city 
Man, that style is so good. I really love that. It's so interesting. Yeah. So just so unique. Both the comics and the movies are great. Check yeah, them out. If you I think the Sin movie City. the movie did a fantastic oh, job. Of the, not, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, of yeah. like completely sticking true to the comic book. Yeah, it's it awesome. awesome. Yeah. Just in every aspect. But anyway, yeah. Enough um, about Sin City. <laughs> enough about it. There, there's a little bit of rap in here, but mainly still singing. Um, hard to tell what it's about specifically. Um, it could be him failing in a relationship or failing to better himself and change his life. Yeah. Um, but you really get the sense of the struggle in this song. Mm-hmm. Um, on Lyric Genius, I didn't come up with this idea, but some, a lot of people were talking about like coming out of the woods is like you like making it. Like you're. Yeah, right. And maybe he's like in the woods right now. Right. Trying to find his way. Um, could be. Well, yeah, it seems like it seems like that's kind of a common theme in both the previous album, Swimming, and this album. Uh, like the theme of him trying to to better himself, whether that was trying to, because um, I know he was struggling with uh, which drug was it? Oh, quite a bit. Some yeah, with with drugs in general. Yeah. Um, and like using them too, like using them too much, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it could be in reference to that, or, you know, whatever yeah. else he was struggling with at the time. Lost in the woods. Lost in the woods. Yeah, trying to trying to find your way out. Trying to get to uh, Goldilocks's cabin. <laughs> I guess so. And <laughs> <laughs> getting the just 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 warm enough porridge. Yeah. Um, the next song, "Hand Me Down," track number eight, Hand is my last recommendation. Another out, not an outlier, obviously, because like this album is so diverse that there aren't really any outliers. It's so diverse, but everything seems like it belongs. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, this yeah. song is another another different different yeah. one. I uh, would say this song's almost ballady. Yeah, almost ballady, kind of uh, dramatic. Yeah, um, but not in a not in a cheesy like bad way. Like no, in a, in a in very a, very good way. Yeah, so I guess ballad is the right word for it. It's the only song to have a real feature. Yes, um, other than the sample, but that doesn't really count as a feature. Yeah, a another sample. guy. I, um, who is the guy who sings? His on? name is Baro Sora. I, I believe that's how I'm pronouncing Baro Sora. Um, but he sings the chorus. Yes, he does. Yeah, um, and the chorus is a play on words that i didn't really get until i was reading the lyrics yeah it makes a lot of sense once you get it though yes it really does um they're talking about turning jeans into hand-me-down like the jeans you wear Mm -hmm. but they're actually not talking about jeans they're talking about dna jeans yeah g-e-n-e-s so he obviously falls in love with a girl talking about how she was designed perfectly um and they want to turn their dna jeans into hand-me-downs obviously so they want to start a family yeah it's not really like a sex song. It's like a love song. No, like it's starting a family. Like, it's kind of like, man, like maybe I should, maybe I should procreate. <laughs> yeah, but for for like love and for like we, yeah. this, like you're great. I I, I think you're the best yeah. thing out there. Let's have a family. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I've heard somewhere that he like in other previous songs, like he had talked about wanting to provide grandchildren for like his mom. I made a promise to my mama that I blessed her with some grandkids. Yeah. She could spoil them. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. So I mean, maybe it had a similar sentiment to that too. Like he, he yeah, wanted he, to, he wanted to have kids. Yeah, yeah, it's, he he'd mentioned it many times before. So, um, but really, kind of a cool chorus in there. Yeah, um, and it, it, like the the melody is just really Turn like catchy and beautiful. Me down throughout the down, song. Down, 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 down. It's just. Really, really a nice song. Down, it was a down. surprise, like a really pleasant surprise. This yeah, song. yeah. I was like, I was not expecting this, but now that I'm hearing this, this is fantastic. Like a really simple but bright and nice, perco- like production. It's just yeah. really, really good song. Yeah, 
Um, then we move on to the next track, which call is called "That's on Me." Yeah, it's which a, is another strange that's on juxtaposition me. from the last song. It's got that waltzy triple uh, meter. Yeah, it has a triple meter. Boom, it's bop, almost bop, like boom, bop, bop, bop. yeah, it's like bop, a bop. it's like a waltz. It's yeah. like it has the same type of feel. Mac Miller was one of the, played one of the guitar parts on this song. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the few that he actually played on. Um, but it's it's a really kind of a, a fun song. Um, that's on me. That's all my fault. Dude. Yeah. Um, Becca, every time she hears it, she likes to say that instead of him saying that's on me, she thinks he's saying WrestleMania. 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 <laughs> I mean, she knows he's not saying that, but yeah. it's a, just a funny parody. <laughs> um, I think this is him admitting his faults and saying like sometimes he needs help. Um, but there's other yeah. lines in the chorus where he's gonna like provide help. Like he says, "I'll pick you up." Um, I'll help you around. Just uh, saying, like, you know, we're all struggling. We all yeah. fall down. I, here's me. It's my fault, you know, but yeah. I, I'm here too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a, a cool-sounding song. It, the first time I heard it, I, I actually don't think I was the hugest fan. I was like, this is odd. First time I heard it, I thought the same thing. I was like, huh, this is weird. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> this, it just seems hmm. strange. But I really like it now. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Yeah, it is good. I'm um, going to track number 10, which is called Hands. Hands. Um, this is, without a doubt, the most rappy album on the song. Rappy song on the rappy album. Rappy song on the album. <laughs> rappy album on the song. Yeah. Take it as you will, <laughs> vice versa. Yeah. It definitely is, yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds like an old-style Mac Miller song mm-hmm. with the production and sound of this album. Yeah. So they, they took the spirit of the old, put it in the new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got that weird, like... Like they have a sound clip, like a weird sound clip that they have on repeat, and then a and then a beat comes over top of it, and he just goes to town. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's, it's a really good rap song. Yeah, his standard wordplay and, and rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good song. Um, if you like Mac Miller's rap, then you'll like it. Yeah. Um, if you don't like Mac Miller's rap, then you'll be brought back with the next song, Track Number Eleven, which is called Surf. Surf. Um, another song that doesn't really sound like s- some of the other ones on the album. It's mm-hmm. real different sounding. Um, very different sounding. Slower and chill. Yeah, real slow, real chill, it's real, uh, I guess like down to earth almost. Yeah. When I hear this, I think it like it sounds so spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like he was just fooling around in the studio with an idea and then the other musicians like... Like I imagine it like this: like Mac Miller just sitting there on, like, sitting on an amp playing his surf rock, surf guitar. Yeah, and he's singing, and all the other musicians in the room just like slowly start to look over. And it's like, ooh, I like this, and yeah, then and they, they start come in. in. Yeah, and yeah. it's just really cool. This is this is the one song that I'd be interested to hear. What uh, influence? What's the guy's name? John Bryan. John Bryan had on it. Yeah, I'd because be there's a portion at the end where it almost seems like it's drug out too long and they're like with that guitar solo yeah and you could have like fit another another verse in there yeah i agree and it so i almost wonder if that was one of the songs that maybe he didn't quite finish yeah it could Um, be but i still like the song though it is pretty good yeah i just really imagine that that would be the music video is him just playing it just playing that everybody's like like, what is what who is this what is this random kid playing on the guitar over there i like this let's join in with him I do have a drum set here with me, so maybe I'll just kind of play some drums. Yeah. Um, this seems, <laughs> the song seems to be about his struggles. Yeah. Um, later on in the song, he says, "Sometimes I get lonely, not when I'm alone, but when it's uh, but it's more when I'm standing in crowds that I'm feeling the most on my own." Yeah. 
I think we've all, well, I'm sure we've all probably felt yeah, that. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been there as well. It's when you're weird a, feeling lonely in a crowded space. Yeah, yeah, but, definitely. But I feel like that's common. I think it, it has to be common, right? I mean, I've, I've felt that before. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to. Pro- I don't want to project on you, listeners, but you've probably felt it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there. I mean, there have been times when, like, this previous uh, weekend, my parents were in town, mm-hmm. and we went hiking in Fall Creek Falls, uh, about hundred miles away from us, and you're here in Nashville, and like we we were pretty. There, there was one trail we went on where we were just by ourselves, mm-hmm. but I felt more. Uh, what's the opposite of alone? Um, more, surrounded by people you could just say that you, you or, felt more in, in, just felt inclu- more a part of a group or more included more part of the world part you just of, didn't feel as lonely yeah i felt more more like more alive or like more a part of existence or whatever yeah whereas but other times when you're, you're yeah. surrounded by a ton of people yeah and you can feel like the loneliest person on earth yeah, yeah. the so. weird weird dichotomy mm-hmm. yeah for sure but shall anyway, we, shall on we move on to, to the last song? Yeah, on to the last song, Once a Day. Yeah, track number 12, like you said, Once a Day. Once Mainly a just day keyboards I and Mac Miller singing. Yeah. Once a day I fall asleep with, with you. you. Um, again, this shows his depression and sadness. Yeah, um, it's almost, it, I mean, it just seems like it's a song of him stating this, like, this is like the bare minimum yeah. that I do during the day. But it's such a positive like sounding melody, and yeah. I feel like... I feel like there's a positive message in there. Like the, like the once, I think him saying once a day is meaning he's taking everything day by day. Yeah. Um, and he knows like, yeah, you know, struggle, there's the struggles there, but he just take it day by day. Yeah. Saying like, this is the bare minimum that I, that I do, but I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to push through whatever I'm going through. It's kind of sad when he's he's talking about like, like if people really cared at all, um, but he, 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 I think he kind of comes back to the point like he wants to slow down because everyone's rushing. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's got it's got a lot of different things you can think about it, but I think it's a very fitting close to the album. Yeah, just like the album started with a stripped back song and it ended with a stripped back song. Yeah, uh, two very good bookends to yeah. songs that don't really have clear answers but mm-hmm. show the struggle. Yeah, like sometimes people really like songs that have a like a super deep metaphorical meaning. Yeah, but a, a clear end, like yeah, a happy a ending, end, right? Yeah, or sad ending. This doesn't have a happy or sad ending. It's just yeah, it's a just, continuation. Like it's this is what's going on. Yeah, how I'm dealing almost, with it. It almost kind of accurately describes um, how most, or at least for me, how. I go through life like there's not really like you're always going to be growing. You're always going to be changing. You're never going to reach a point in your life in which you're like, I'm I'm done learning. I'm done figuring out what this life is all about, you know? Yeah. So agreed. But great album. Yeah. Fantastic album. Got to give a, a shout out to my buddy Jason Gorman, the one who uh, yeah p- pushed me a ton of times listening to Mac Miller. Um, I haven't talked to him how he thought feels about this album i gotta, I gotta you should check. yeah and i know i asked him um or he had asked me uh, whenever um good news came out yeah i mean i was i always ask him what he thinks of something he's like you know me i'm i'm always gonna say um, yeah that's gonna be it's awesome. like i'm a little biased I'm, i love everything he does no matter what yeah if i had to guess i'd say he liked it yeah i mean if he's a diehard fan then definitely he's the die hardest of fans 
Yeah, I have to thank him as well because without him recommending it to you, you would have never recommended it to me to listen to. Yeah. So uh, all the way back, shout out Jason Gorman. Also, Ooh. I don't know if I showed you. He he painted a um a skateboard deck. Did I ever show you that? that mm. he did the Mac Miller themed skateboard deck. No. It's real cool. I'll uh um show it to me. I'll later. show it to you. I can post it on the Instagram too if people want to see it. Yeah. We'll give a shout out to Jason and and yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool though. It's got a bunch of Mac Miller things in it. Nice. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, Circles by Mac Miller is fantastic. Listen to it front to back. I really hope that there's more unearthed Mac Miller stuff to come out in the future. I really don't think there is. Yeah, um, I'll think, be I'll be surprised, but pleasantly surprised if there is. Yeah, so I, I don't expect anything else. I think this was more than we could have asked for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Great album. I mean, I was I was happy with with swimming. Oh, same here because it was a fantastic album. Yeah, but now yeah, now that we have this though, it's I'm definitely more than happy with that i only wish mac miller was here to see it yeah for sure anyways um what are your final thoughts on this beer stayed pretty consistent the whole way through very tasty absolutely delicious very tasty fantastic coffee flavor um ridiculously interesting coffee flavor yeah, that they I, were able to achieve in this beer they knocked this one out the park again yeah. i hope they bring it back next year yeah um, that'd be, i'll buy that'd more be awesome. for sure if they yeah. do um, the cherry one's also really good. I can't remember what it's called. I think this one was better because I, I think I tried that cherry one. Yeah, cherry one's really good, but I, I agree. I think this one's better. Yeah, definitely. Um, I went to Black Friday with my mom and she liked the cherry one better. <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. Yeah, but she, I mean, she liked both a ton. That was just her favorite. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's say we finish this beer. Yeah. How about Shibbity Beep Boo Mac Miller? <laughs> Sounds good. Shibbity Beep Boo Mac Miller. <laughs> down the Cheers c- to Mac Miller. Here's Mac Miller down the circle's hatch. If I wasn't so afraid of getting my carpet dirty, I'd pour out a little beer for Mac Miller. <laughs> you know how they do that for like your fallen friends? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, this is a pretty dark beer and this carpet is very uh, cream colored. Yeah. And when I moved in here, it was a brand new carpet. So yeah, true. I feel like I would get in some trouble if I had a beer stained carpet. Yeah, you definitely would. But either way, thank you uh, for listening. But uh, before we sign off. Yeah, right. right looking right. forward to next week. Um, we're going to go back to our regular episodes. Um, where um, we're still going to review one album, but it's going to be our recommendations. Yep. Um, so what I'm recommending for Jesse to listen to is Sublime, their self-titled, uh, self-titled album. Yep. And I am recommending for Steve uh, an album by We Were Promised Jetpacks called These Four Walls. Yeah. So we don't know which one we'll record first, but uh, either way, it'll be a good check time. It out, it'll be a good time, yeah. Check yeah. it out. And if you, uh, if you enjoyed... Uh, the episode share it if you like yeah. say hey there's this really great podcast that i listen to about beer and music hey friend you i know you like beer and music you should listen to it yeah um if you want an out like if you want us to review an album if if it's something that you think we'll love we'll hate or just want to see what we'll think about anywhere it anywhere in between give recommend it to us we will literally yeah. review anything you recommend literally um just send us a message on any of the social medias if you look up american brews and tunes on what are instagram the, instagram twitter facebook twitter um, we do I have think the a, one that i the one that i check the most is instagram, instagram yeah um but we also have, we also an, have email, an email um american brews and tunes at gmail.com, at gmail.com. Yeah. easy peasy lemon squeezy easy peasy easy leasy I gotta go back and listen to Hundred Grand. It's the uh, Hundred Grand Kids. 
when I first made a hundred grand. Yeah, that's the one where he promises mom some grandkids. Yeah, that's that's a good. Maybe I'll recommend that album for you to listen to at some point. Yeah, in time. sure. I haven't listened to it too much. Yeah. Well, Is that good? AM. Yes. Yeah, that one's that one seems pretty well, good. Nine episode ninety nine is only six episodes away. True. And since only one of us can have a repeating number episode, maybe it'll be yours, and you can listen to that one. Maybe that's how we should do it going forward. Also, think so? maybe since we're just doing one episode, one uh, album episode, uh, we'll flip flop um, every other. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We we can do anything we want. It's our own podcast. Yeah. Hey, if you guys want are trying to don't change our format, do. don't tell us what to do. Yeah, come on. You guys can just go make your own podcast about beer and music. Yeah. No, don't do that because it, it might be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Just listen to ours. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you did, yeah. If you didn't listen, I hate you. <laughs> you can't hear us anyway. My uh, name is Stephen anyway, Johnston, and my name is Jesse Titus, and this is American Brews and Tunes. Yeah. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. <laughs> Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beebity.